Osday Light Magazine, coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. A-W-R, Ghana, voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segment designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. I was standing on the banks of the Looking out over life's troubled sea When I saw that old ship that was sailing Is that the old ship of Zion It was meat and battered from the storms of life I could see the waves were rough but that old ship was dead Learn of the ship was the captain. I could hear as he called my name. Get on board, it's the old ship of Zion It will never pass this way again As I step on board I'm believing On my soul I 
When you want to enter a house the right way, what do you do? Do you enter through the window or chimney? No, you enter through the open door. In the book of John, chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus Christ proclaims, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, is the only approved way to the Father, our Creator. Today, I entreat you, my dear friend, to accept him into your life for an everlasting, joyful relationship with Jehovah, your God. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Note down this quotation and read afterwards. That is Psalm 139. Read from chapter 1 to the last verse. The verse 1 to 24. Examine yourself. Sometimes our sins can block answers to prayer. Let the prayer of the psalmist be one of yours. Search me, O God, and know my thoughts. See if there be some wicked way in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. Remember, God is all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present. God knows us. God is with us. And His greatest gift is to allow us to know Him. He is ready to set you. Examine yourself. And if you cannot find anything, ask God to set yourself. And then, ask Him for forgiveness so that your prayers will be answered. God bless you. I am Belle Dollarbill. Hello dear friends, I am Sandra Ahia, and with me here is our own Pastor Francis Tenwati. Please are welcome. We are on lesson number four, which is captioned, Conflict and Crisis, Conflict and Crisis, the Judges. And for our main text, it is from First Samuel chapter 2 verse 1. 
And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. I smile at my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. Amen. And as we know, the time of the judges was a chaotic period in sacred history. God's people did evil in the sight of the Lord. The Lord sold them into the hands of an oppressor. The people cried out to the Lord, and the Lord raised up a deliverer who brought peace to the land. That is, until the same sad cycle started again. Conflict and crisis, the judges. Please take us through the lesson. We're looking at conflict and crisis, the judges. We still on the rebellion and redemption. And here we see the great controversy still continues. There's so much conflict within and without. So much crisis within and without. The Lord still loves his people. Every now and then, he seeks to draw them closer and closer unto himself. Unfortunately, human beings as we are, every now and then, we go back. The more the Lord brings us closer, the more we also draw away from him. And uh, as the word of God tells us, he does not want anybody to perish. And so he always seeks to bring us closer and closer unto himself. This is the time after Joshua was dead and gone. And the Bible tells us that the people of Israel were living like they had no king. And everybody was doing his own will. Whatever he feels is good, he does it. And as a result of this, they all went into idolatry, doing all that pleases their heart. And thus God was not happy. So, as we saw, uh, we had a chaotic uh, situation in Israel, and God sold them into the hands of oppressors. Sometimes the the, the, the irony here is that the Jews or the Israelites don't understand why they who are the children of God, the chosen generation, should be under a nation that is more evil. So they don't understand. But God actually, yes, as we read, sold them to the hands of the oppressor. But anytime they cried unto the Lord, the Lord comes to their aid. So this is what we're going to see. It is an on and off of human life, the falling and the rising of Israel. And God is so patient that uh, he deals with them gently. Anytime they come to him, he takes them. Anytime they feel like going out, he allows them. But with all this and in all this, he tries to bring them closer and closer unto himself. For we know that the grace of our Lord Jesus still lingers on for all of us because he doesn't want anybody to lose his or her life. Thank you so much for taking us through the lesson. But then looking at our memory text, it talks to us about Hannah. And it says that Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. I smile at my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. We could see that even through her rejoicing, she has not given birth. But then she was still praying and thanking God for her life. But in today's situation, we could see that even those who have not given birth, they are always complaining. But then they do not get a chance to go to God to thank him. Why is it so? Um, Here, Hannah was praising God actually because uh, God has answered her request. 
You know, if you look at the story, if you look at chapter 1 of the book of Samuel, the Bible tells us that uh, Hannah was barren and uh, the other wife of Elkanah actually had children. She prayed. She never gave up. She continued praying. And this is where we saw praying without ceasing. She was very serious and prayed and prayed. God actually answered. So this is actually her thanksgiving. She was pouring her heart out, thanking God, because God has actually answered her prayer. But yes, as you ask, we see that uh, in all things we should give glory to God. We don't know why God does certain things. I want A, B, C, and God says that A, B, C is not good for you. Uh, if we really understand who God is as a father, then uh, we have to thank him. We have to thank him in all things. And it takes a mature Christian to do that. Thank you so much. Dear friend, we could see that Hannah praised God for being a rock, firm, strong, and unchanging. And as you all know, in our fast-paced world, friends come and go, and circumstances change. It is difficult to find a solid foundation that will not change. And those who devote their lives to achievements, causes, or possessions have as their security that which is finite and changeable. The possessions that we work so hard to obtain will pass away, but God is always present. Hope in Him. He will never fail. Amen. And the lesson is captioned, Conflict and Crisis, the Judges. And as our main text says, And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. I smile at my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. I believe we have really learned a lot from this lesson. And as we continue with the lesson, we will indeed know the problems that happened until the reign of King David. May the good Lord continue to bless us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Upon this note, our pastor will give us his last words. Friend, we're still looking at comfort and crisis. Within us, we have a lot of comfort to do or not to do. What we ask is that, like the Israelites of old, anytime we see that things are not going well, the best place to go is to go to Jesus on our knees, pray and plead that we be drawn closer and closer unto him. God is still not tired with us. He still seeks that we be saved. So we should not be deceived by the devil that we have gone too far. Let us come back to the Lord as the Israelites did, and the Lord is ready to accept us. Amen. Amen. Indeed, God has been so good to us for taking us through the lesson. May the good Lord continue to bless us all. For any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or zero two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu dot edu dot gh.
or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box AF 595, Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback.
You're welcome to Moment of Truth. I'm a humble servant, Yebwa Kwame Kiaski. And today I want us to consider a topic knowing Him. Knowing Him. Shall we pray? We thank you, Lord Jesus, for our lives today. We thank you for the privilege of your word. Please help us to abide by your word and be great doers of your word. In the mighty of Jesus Christ. Amen. In Jonah chapter 1, we know the story of Jonah. A junior prophet of God and a servant of God was sent to Nineveh to rebuke Nineveh of what they are doing. But Jonah insisted. Instead of going to the east, he went to the west and went for a ship which was heading towards Tarsus just to run from the sight of God. But as we all know the story, the ship was troubled because of Jonah's disobedience. So he was thrown into the sea by those on board. And God, even in these times, though he disobeyed God, God had a plan in stock for him. He was swallowed up by a great fish which the Lord had prepared for him. And in the belly of the fish, Jonah prayed in numerous times that he has sinned against God and heavens. And so he should forgive him. And God forgave him and brought him to the land of Nineveh to deliver the gospel. Here, what I want us to consider is what happened in the belly of the fish. Jonah though was a servant of God, but he only had or understood God perfectly when he experienced him in the belly of the fish. He understood God when his weaknesses and his traits were portrayed in front of him naked. And that's what we mean by knowing God. Knowing God means a personal thing. It shouldn't be things that we should wait for the church to do, but we should do it personally. We have to know God and it should be a personal matter. And so it was after the experience that Jonah understood God perfectly. And so he went to preach to them and he rebuked them. In the same way in the New Testament, Simon Peter, one of the industrial disciples after working with Jesus Christ and being taught a lot, who had learned a lot from Jesus Christ, he availed himself to be filled with the Spirit. When Jesus Christ asked, who do people say I am? He proclaimed through the Spirit that indeed you are the Messiah. And that's another point to consider when we know Jesus Christ personally. Peter spent all his lifetime. He could have gone on the sea to fish. But however, he chose to be the fisher of men, not just for fishes. And so when he allowed himself, though he was not educated, he was able to tell that Jesus Christ was the Messiah. So in the day of Pentecost, after they have submitted themselves under the unction of the Holy Spirit, Peter, who was nobody before, stood and 3,000 people were baptized in glorification of God's name, according to Acts chapter 2. And it can happen to our life today. If we surrender our all to Jesus Christ and submit to his Spirit, he will use us in numerous ways we wouldn't ever understand. Also in Acts chapter 9, Verse 1 to 9, we see a great scenario here. A great and a person who worked with conviction and zeal saw a man who helped in stoning the first martyr, that's Stephen. God met him on the way when he was traveling to Jerusalem. On the way of Damascus, God met him. That saw, 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 why are you threatening my people? According to Acts chapter 9, verse 1 to 9. 
And Saul asked, Who are you, Lord? Who are you? And he asked, he said, I am God, that you are threatening me. And he became blind. But when he went to Ananiah, he got his healing. And from there, Paul, who even came at the latter part of the gospel workers, became one of the industrious people who worked with zeal. And he wrote many letters. God used him to plant many churches. And these churches worked miraculously to the glorification of name. What am I trying to put across? When we try to know God personally, when we have a personal experience with him, when we know him from our hearts, nobody and no one can stop us, even if temptation and trials and troubles comes. Peter, Saul, and even Jonah knew God so much, only when they had experience with him. So many people worship God today to just show off that they are Christians. But within their hearts, they are not Christian. They just go to church. Many people believe in what they believe in because they don't have a personal experience with God. And believing in God comes as a result of having a personal experience with Jesus Christ and God. And so when we are being baptized, we say take him as your personal savior, meaning personally you have accepted Jesus Christ as your savior, not by the influence of your family or your friends or your loved ones, but you have accepted that you take Jesus Christ as your personal savior. So knowing God comes by a personal experience. And when we avail ourselves to the Lord through his spirit, he will heal us from our problems. And he will take us to greater places that we never imagined. May the Lord be with us all as we try and avail ourselves to the Lord so that we can know him and know him to the glorification of his name. May his name be praised now and forevermore in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you very much for staying with us once again you can reach us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or zero two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address adventist world radio ghana p.o box a5595 adenta greater accra region ghana we will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now.